Hi, welcome to the podcast that narrates the translated Mahabharat, public domain translation obtained from sacredtexts.com. Kindly excuse errors in pronunciation on my part. Section 4 Pauloma Parva Ugrasrava Sauti, the son of Loma Harshana, versed in the Puranas, while present in the forest of Naimisha, at the twelve-year sacrifice of Shonak, surnamed Kulapati, stood before the Rishis in attendance. Having studied Puranas, with meticulous devotion, and thus being thoroughly acquainted with them, he addressed them with joined hands. Thus, I have graphically described to you the history of Uttanka, which is one of the causes of King Janmaja's snake sacrifice. What, revered sirs, do you wish to hear now? What shall I relate to you? The holy men replied, O son of Lomaharshana, we shall ask you about what we are anxious to hear and you will recount the tales one by one. Shonak, our revered master, is at present attending the apartment of the holy fire. He is acquainted with those divine stories which relate to the gods and asuras. He adequately knows the histories of men, serpents and Gandharvas. Further, O Sauti, in this sacrifice that learned Brahman is the chief. He is able, faithful to his vows, wise a master of the Shastras and the Aranyak, a speaker of truth, a lover of peace, a mortifier of the flesh, and an observer of the penances according to the authoritative degrees. He is respected by us all. It behooves us, therefore, to wait for him. And when he is seated on his highly respected seat, you will answer what that best of the Dvijas shall ask of you. Sauti said, Be it so. And when the high-souled master has been seated, I shall narrate questioned by him, sacred stories on a variety of subjects. After a while, that excellent Brahman Shonak, having duly finished all his duties and having propitiated the gods with prayers and the manes with oblations of water,
came back to the place of sacrifice, where with Sauti seated before was the assembly of saints of rigid vows sitting at ease. And when Shonak was seated in the midst of the Ritviks and the Sadhyas, who were also in their seats, he spoke as follows. Shonak said, Child, your, form, your father formerly read the whole of the Purans, O son of Lomaharshana, and the Bharat with Krishna Dvaipayana. Have you also made them your study? In those ancient records are chronicled interesting stories and the history of the first generations of the wise men, all of which we heard being rehearsed by your sire. In the first place, I am desirous of hearing the history of the race of Bhrigu. Recount that history. We shall listen attentively to you. Sauti answered, By me has been acquired all that was formerly studied by the high soul Brahmins, including Vaishampayan, and repeated by them. By me has been acquired all that has been studied by my father. O descendant of the Bhrigu race, attend then to so much as relates to the exalted race of Bhrigu, revered by Indra and all the gods, by the tribes of the Rishis and Maruts. O great Muni, I shall first properly recount the story of his family, as told in the Purans. The great and blessed saint of Brigu, Saint Brigu, we are informed, was produced by the self-existing Brahma from the fire at the sacrifice of Varun. And Brigu had a son named Chavana, whom he dearly loved. And to Chavan was born a virtuous son called Pramati. And Pramati had a son named Ruru by Gritachi, the celestial dancer. And to Ruru, also by his wife, Pramadvara, was born a son whose name was Sunak. He was, O Shanak, your great ancestor, exceedingly virtuous in his ways. He was devoted to ascetism of great reputation, proficient in law, and eminent among those having a knowledge of the Vedas. He was virtuous, truthful, and of well-regulated fare. Shonak said, 
O son of Sooth, I ask thee, why the illustrious son of Bhrigu was named Shavana? Do tell me all. Sauti replied, Bhrigu had a wife named Puloma, whom he dearly loved. She became big with child by Bhrigu. And one day, while the virtuous continent Puloma was in that condition, Bhrigu, great among those that are true to their religion, leaving her at home, went to perform his ablutions. It was then that the Rakshasa called Puloma came to Bhrigu's abode. And entering the Rishi's abode, the Rakshas saw the wife of Bhrigu, irreproachable in everything. And seeing her, he became filled with lust and lost his senses. The beautiful Puloma entertained the Rakshas thus arrived, with roots and fruits of the forest. And the Rakshas, who burnt with desire upon seeing her, became very much delighted and resolved, O good sage, to carry her away who was so blameless in every respect. My design is accomplished, said the Rakshas, and so seizing that beautiful matron, he carried her away. And indeed, she, of agreeable smiles, had been betrothed by her father himself to him, although the former subsequently bestowed her, according to due rights, on Bhrigu. O thou of the Bhrigu race, this wound rankled deep in the Rakshas's mind, and he thought the present moment very opportune for carrying the lady away. And the Rakshas saw the apartment in which the sacrificial fire was kept burning brightly. The Rakshas then asked the flaming element, Tell me, O Agni, whose wife this woman rightfully is. You are the mouth of gods. Therefore, you are bound to answer my question. This lady of superior complexion had been first accepted by me as wife, but her father subsequently bestowed her on the false Brigu. Tell me truly if this fair one can be regarded as the wife of Brigu. For having found her alone, I have resolved to take her away by force from the hermitage. My heart burns with rage when I reflect that Brigu has got possession of this woman of slender waist, first betrothed to me. Sauti continued. In this manner, the Rakshas asked the flaming god of fire 
again and again whether the lady was Bhrigu's wife. And the god was afraid to return an answer. You, a god of fire, said he, resides constantly within every creature as witness of his or her merits and demerits. O oh, thou respected one, then answer my question truly. Has not Prigu appropriated her who was chosen by me as my wife? You should declare truly whether therefore she is my wife by first choice. After thy answer as to whether she is the wife of Prigu, I will bear her away from this hermitage, even in sight of thee. Therefore answer thou truly. Sauti continued. The seven-flamed god, having heard these words of the Rakshas, became exceedingly distressed, being afraid of telling a falsehood and equally afraid of Bhrigu's curse. And the god at length made answer in words that came out slowly. This Puloma was indeed first chosen by thee, O Rakshas. But she was not taken by thee with holy rites and invocations. But this far-famed lady was bestowed by her father on Bhrigu as a gift from desire of blessing. She was not bestowed on you, O Rakshas. This lady was duly made by the Rishi Bhrigu, his wife, with Vedic rites in my presence. This is she. I know her. I dare not speak a falsehood. O thou best of the Rakshas, Rakshasas, falsehood is never respected in this world. Sauti said, O Brahman, having heard these words from the god of fire, the Rakshas assumed the form of a boar and seizing the lady, carried her away with the spear of the wind, even of thought. Then the child of Bhrigu, lying in her body, enraged at such violence, dropped from his mother's womb, for which he obtained the name Chavana, and the Rakshas, Perceiving the infant, dropped from the mother's womb, shining like the sun, quitted his grasp of the women, fell down, and was instantly converted into ashes. And the beautiful Pauloma, distracted with grief, O Brahman of the Brigures, took up her offspring. Chavana, the son of Bhrigu, and walked away. 
and Brahma, the grandfather of all, himself saw her, the faultless wife of his son, weeping. And the grandfather of all comforted her who was attached to her son. And the drops of tears which rolled down her eyes formed a great river. And that river began to follow the footsteps of the wife of the great ascetic Brigo. And the grandfather of the worlds, seeing that river follow the path of his son's wife, gave it a name himself. And he called it Vadhusara. And it passes by the hermitage of Chavana. And in this manner was born And in this manner was born Chavana of great ascetic power, the son of Brigu. And Brigu saw his child, Chavana, and its beautiful mother. And the Rishi in a rage asked her, By whom was thou made known to that Rakshas, who resolved to carry you away? O thou of agreeable smiles, the Rakshas could not know thee as my wife. Therefore, tell me who it was that told the Rakshas so, in order that I may curse him through anger. And Paloma replied, O possessor of the six attributes, I was identified to the Rakshas by Agni, the god of fire, and he, the Rakshas, bore me away, who cried like the Kurari, the female osprey. And it was only by the ardent splendor of this your son that I was rescued. For the Rakshas, Seeing this infant, let me go, and himself falling to the ground was turned into ashes. Sothi continued, Prigu, upon hearing this account from Pavloma, became exceedingly enraged, and in excess of passion, the Rishi cursed Agni, saying, Thou shalt eat of all things. And so ends the sixth section called The Curse on Agni in the Adi Parva.